Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Life Coach Linda Armstrong. Today is Friday, May the 10th, 2019. It's 4 p.m. in New York, 1 p.m. in Los Angeles, 9 p.m. in London, and in Sydney, Australia. Good morning. It's 6 a.m. there. Wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy. And I'm happy that uh, it's been a productive and interesting law of attraction week for me, Linda. I've been uh, getting into a really good place lately. I'm happy with the progress I'm making. That's, that's a that's a nice thing. I like it when I make progress, you know? feels Excellent. good. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, and we also have our first uh, live stream com. And Jeffrey, of course, one of the first ones to log in says, today is a day of healing for me. So hopefully we will be accentuating that healing by talking about whatever it is we're going to talk about today. And to be honest, I don't have a particular topic in mind, although I, I did think of one thing. I saw a Facebook post. I want to get your opinion on it, Linda. Um, there was a person who had, uh, she was rather um, concerned. I guess she was trying to explain law of attraction to some people. And um, I don't know the details. She wasn't really sharing the details. But it, in general, it sounded like they were, being extraordinarily skeptical of the teachings of Abraham. And one of those teachings that they were specifically honing in on was the idea of what happens when somebody suicides or actually it's when somebody dies, they transfer over to source energy and so forth. And the the person was objecting, well, doesn't this mean that Abraham is glorifying suicide, which I don't really think is what's happening at all. But, you know, it's, it's a topic that uh, I can see where people can get, concerned about because, you know, we, we as a culture, as a society, as a globe have certain ideas and, and, uh, beliefs about, um, the more troubling things that happen in life. And so, you know, it can be concerning, but I, I thought I'd ask what your opinion is. What do you think about the, that person's concern? I think everybody has their own journey and it's not our job to judge. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. We don't know what was going on in that person's being. We don't know what, what, Actually, we don't even know if there was something it's serving by having that suicide take place. Mm. I mean, look, what happened with 9-11? We could say it brought the whole whole world together, even though there's divisiveness, but at that moment, there was pure love. That's true. So what about people who die from cancer, from all these different things? Mm-hmm. There's always something that comes from the misery, mm. Right. Um, I know, um, some psychic mediums who will, who will say, uh, too, you know, that's just a religion thing. You know, if you, you kill yourself, God's not going to accept you, but that's just purely religion. Yes. You know, I, I don't want anyone to ever want, feel so bad that they need to leave the planet by taking their life. I'd rather them be so in tune that they put it out that I want to pass easily in my sleep tonight mm-hmm. and then have it happen. I mean, that does happen. Okay, I can't cite anything right now, but I've read many times about that kind of thing where someone just decided now's the time to go. And mm-hmm. if they had people who were usually they had some kind of a not a guru status, but they had some kind of a following and then they just chose to leave and everybody supported them. Um so you know I I think that person wants to you know what it is? They're just they're using that suicide as their chance to ridge against their own freaking growth. Mm, and that's true. Because truly we grow by being in our heart mm. without judgment. Judgment is when someone goes so deep into judgment, you know, they are not awakened. So now they're looking at this, um, this world of law of attraction of energy of, of you have the power to do anything you want in your life. But maybe they feel so disconnected, they don't have that power. But then they see someone take their own life, and it's like, see, I told you we don't have any power, because look what they did. They were helpless, and they killed themselves. You know, what story do you want to, what story do you want to, I don't even remember your question anymore, but it's like, (laughs) what story do you want to live? Yes. I, I know someone connected to my family who recently did commit suicide. It was Ooh, wow. a huge shock. Mm. Actually, I know two. I know one years years ago, many years ago, who that happened to. Mm-hmm. Huge shock. And and remember that one. They this girl presented herself as the happiest person in the world. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. 
but yet she took her life. Yeah. Um, this recent one, this person actually was going through some different things, but uh, in my opinion, he wanted to be with his wife who passed maybe you know, like five years before. Mm-hmm. So that's just my opinion. Who am I to judge and know? But if there was to be some purpose to it, and actually because of where this took place, it was a place that the two of them loved being in. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It was out in nature, you know, where they just loved being together. So that kind of lends to, if you want to build a story around it, that he decided he needed to be with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's quite possible. It's That's not my possible. place to, it's not my place to judge. Yeah. Exactly. All I can do is send that being love. And that's probably the hardest part for somebody who who's doing this kind of questioning because they don't realize that their question in itself is a judgment. It, it's, oh a, it, it, it's making assumptions that they don't know for sure. They don't know necessarily what's going on inside the head of the person who commits the act. They don't know what's going inside anybody else's head, really. They only know their own head. Right. Their so own head. What, did, what did they think it meant? They, they thought that it was glorifying suicide for Abraham to be teaching that uh, it, it's a good thing when you get to the other side because everything is beautiful and light and wonderful when you get there. All right. So then we might want to start questioning God. Yeah. I mean, doesn't God accept everyone? Mm-hmm. Aren't you forgiven the minute you go over to the other side? Yeah. So that's where that religious stuff about taking your life, you're not accepted by God. There's who? Yeah, right. <laughs> how, how do you even know? Like, what do you feel in your heart? You feel like that person's condemned forever? Or you feel that the energy of all that is, that is pure love, wouldn't just love that being up? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you because yeah. ultimately it, what it really comes down to is you, you kind of nailed it. I, I'll say it a little bit differently. It comes down to a victim energy. It comes down to am I going to interact and understand and believe that the world is a place where I am a victim to the whims of fate or am I going to believe that I actually have influence over what happens in my own life, that I can control my life to a certain degree, that I can choose my own thoughts and those thoughts lead to good things, which am I going to believe? Am I going to believe that I am a helpless victim or am I going to believe that I actually have power over my life? Because if I choose item number two, that pretty much wipes out the idea of glorification. I mean, people are making choices every step of the way. Also, I doubt Abraham was glorifying it. Oh, I'm sure they weren't. Like what could be the outcome? (laughs) <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe this person, like I was saying before, is so disconnected. Mm-hmm. It's probably running so many programs about how they're not good enough, how nobody loves them, how life is unfair, how life is hard. Like, you you know, um, so many programs because, and I have to say, they're far away from being in your heart. Because, I mean, I don't even, I wouldn't even give it a second thought. I mean, this person, I knew this person who just passed away. All I could do is be, like, happy for him, mm-hmm. that, he may, that he found whatever was best for him, even mm-hmm. though it's hard on the other people. But his kids even kind of understand and are okay with it. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't like it. They lost their no. father. Sure. But in the meantime... A part of them feels like he he is at peace. Mm. He's at peace. And that's it. That's it right there. Why don't we cling to that rather than finding, oh, this law of attraction stuff is bullshit and and Abraham's just glorifying something like suicide. How could a spiritual being glorify suicide? That means that spirituality is bullshit. I don't know. I'm just trying to think what's going on in the right? Trying to find a justification for their mm-hmm. own limitations. Yeah. That's the way I see it. Yeah. And limitations they're placing on their own mind. And I don't think they, that a lot of people realize that they're doing that. But that's what we do. We put limitations on ourselves. Yeah. And, and by and then, blaming Abraham or trying to diminish the love that they bring to the world, mm-hmm. they're just spreading hate. Where no, do you want to be? You want to spread hate or you want to spread love? That's pretty much it. I want to spread love. <laughs> I do, too. Yeah. And we're getting some love from our live streamers, too. I see Nasha is logged in. She's saying hello to everybody. And, uh, oh, Jeffrey actually has a question for us. He says, what if their inner being is calling them home to a place of unconditional love? It's not about glorification. It's more about being comfortable with being non-physical than being physical. Oh, that's a possibility. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Sure. That's very possible. So... No, I didn't really have a whole lot. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
Isn't it better to think under on those terms and to think mm. in all the miserable things? First of all, what you think makes no difference. It's done. It's done. Mm-hmm. Right? So why let yourself be, you know, it's just because that's where they live. That Their vibration is that of a low vibration that would cause them to be sucked into um, that judgment. Well, it's a good question, really. It's a very valid question. I mean, it's not necessarily a question that's easy for somebody who's in that kind of low vibration state to answer, but why would you want to be there? Because that's, I mean, it's not like, it's like you said, you can't bring them back by getting all upset about stuff like this. So where's the advantage? If you get upset about it, what, what does that develop for you? What, what positive result does that lead to? Because I don't think any of us can think of one. No, <laughs> it just the, leads to more misery. You know what the positive result for that person is? Oh, what's that? It makes, I'm assuming, that it makes them feel like they matter. Oh, wow, like yeah. They have, um, by, like it's as if they have, now they, they have like a, a platform to stand on to be, to try to receive love and understanding for their point of view, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Otherwise, I can see why that. say it? Like, you know, if we try to get into that person's mind, how does it serve them by knocking this or by judging the suicide, um, even if it's someone they really loved and they're pissed off at them for doing it, mm-hmm. how does it serve them to be in that space of spreading this kind of low vibe, um, to to want to get attention from such a low vibrational place, maybe that's the only way that they feel so-called love. Sure. Or at least they feel it's their yeah. best chance, which is kind of sad. They don't really understand what power they have. But maybe you're right. Maybe that's their, they feel like that the only way they can get any kind of energy is by engaging in this really rather sad way of approaching things. And, and the thing is, it's okay. It can change. You sure. don't have to live like that. You can get people to help you to bring you out of that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's the kind of thing that I do. I don't really work with people in, in that way, to tell you the truth. They don't come to me. <laughs> no. I'm always too high vibe, I suppose. You know? <laughs> they don't come to me. Um, but, yeah, but the kind of work I do, and there are a lot of healers out there that maybe really only work to bring those people out of those dark trenches. Quite possibly, yeah. Sure. Yeah, and... and it could be, I mean, we don't really know necessarily what goes on in any other person's head. I mean, I don't even know what goes on in your head. You don't really know what goes on in my head. We have conversations, and so we have some idea. But we really don't know for sure. You know, so we can't really know what's going on in her head. What's this or his head? There's, there's, there's nothing, nothing to worry about. Worry about. <laughs> I like that. Perfect well, card to draw. Let's see Perfect what it card. says about that. Yeah, cool. We can assume things, but we can read from here and see what it really says. Okay, so I think I need my reading. Oh, Je- Jeffrey posted something. He says, I'm empathizing with those who have considered suicide as an option. I hope that there are people listening that this is helping. And I, I think we can count on that one way or another, that's de- that this is definitely yeah, going there's on. Al- there's always another. I mean, if that's your way then, and you know it in your heart that that's your solution, okay, you know, that's your choice. Mm-hmm. But if you really don't want that to be your solution, you would rather live and enjoy your life, People can help you with that. This is true. Okay, and so maybe, that, maybe that person actually is on a journey to see if they can help themselves doing that. Maybe they, they, they wanted to put themselves into a place of feeling that measurable. Could they then climb out of it? Who knows? And there you go. The Soul's Plan. There's a great book. I talk about it now and then. Your Soul's Plan by mm-hmm. Robert Schwartz. Mm-hmm. It explains a lot of stuff like this. You know, like there's a, there's a purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even to the hard stuff. Yeah, okay. that's true. So what does the card say? It says, there's nothing to worry about. You are safe, and this situation is under the perfect control of divine providence and universal order. Only infuse loving thoughts and emotions into the situation to ensure that the highest possible outcome flows effortlessly to you and through you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So set, let's send that soul love. That's that's it. Yeah. No? I have no idea. I don't know what's best. Anyone I work with, I don't know what's best for them. I lead them to know what's best for themselves. Mm, right. You know, to tap into that. I can 
tune in and find things and clear stuff. Um, but ultimately, and you know, I remember I told you that if you don't want to clear this, you just say no. Right. Because exactly. You, you have the free will to make your choice as to how you want to do this. And you're always very careful about that. I, I know from the personal experience of it, you're very yeah. careful about that. Yeah. Cause we're, you know, we're here. We are, we're, we know what we, even when we don't consciously know what we're here for, it, mm-hmm. it, we, we do. <laughs> <laughs> a higher self does and uh it's constantly being played out so like i know i'm really working a lot late these days with you know remaining in that soul space and not getting sucked into that ego space because mm. that ego space all it does is pull you off course yes where if you can stay in that place with the soul like maybe who know we don't know if if the thought of not being here was was like such a dream of peace for them. We don't know that, but that's their that's their prerogative, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it says the angels send this card to you because you've been needlessly worrying. Worry is a form of prayer that draws to you that which you do not desire. Release your worries to your angels as there is truly nothing to worry about. In fact, your worries could create a self-fulfilling prophecy. So it's all about what do you choose to focus on? Exactly. Yeah. I like the way they said that too. Worry is a form of prayer that brings you what you don't want. That that's beautifully said. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. How often do we fall into that trap too? And it it doesn't have to be about something as, as, you know, really out there as this topic is. It can be just little things in life that we worry about needlessly. And and it never does anything good. It always produces what we don't want, (laughs) which is really wild. I know, um, I know I've really been working a lot lately with, you know, I always monitor my own vibration, right? Cause you sure. know, I have that vibometer going, right? So, <laughs> the vibometer. I love it. <laughs> in fact, I just didn't, I wrote an article for the Mind Body Spirit Network and it was, um, what's it entitled? Uh, seven kick-ass tips to manifesting your desires. How, how the law of attraction really works. Okay. Cool. <laughs> It was fun. So I do, I do talk in that article about, um, you know, coming from look, looking, noticing when you get stuck in that ego space and shifting yourself into that soul space. Cause mm. everything flows peace, love and joy when you are connected with your, with spirit, when you are, when you are, you know, loving yourself and paying attention to what you truly want without getting sucked down. Cause we're not meant to be in those low vibrations. We are light. Light is the highest vibration there is, right? But we choose to come in a body. We choose to have these experiences so we can grow and evolve mm-hmm. into more of our truth. Right. So we come here, we have amnesia. We don't know this about ourselves. And somewhere along the way, we wake up. <laughs> and we start learning things like law of attraction and a lot of other things and that we are energy. Um, and that grows into this under this knowing and understanding and experiencing of more light coming to the planet and everything awakening. There's, you know, I, I saw an article like, you know, I don't pay attention to LinkedIn. I'm on there, but I don't pay attention to it. And I saw something come through my email and it said, uh, they're talking about how so many people are leaving their professions. Really? Yeah. That's I, mean, I know this because I know people coming to me are shifting, want to shift into healing. So, mm. As more light comes on the planet, people are dropping into their heart and like, what do I really want to do? I mean, this serve, does this feed my soul or does it just feed my bank account, make me miserable because I'm never home with my family, Mm -hmm. right? So a lot of people are shifting out of that. Um, And and I saw that article. I'm like, oh, yeah, evidence. It's evidence. I feel it. I I, I see it with the people who come to me only for this small little niche of what they want to do, which is seems like healing work <laughs> or uplifting people in some way, mm-hmm. right? Because that's our true nature. Mm-hmm. So, and we need more and more of that as more and more people awake because there are people who are just cracking open to any of this understanding. And it does, you know, you don't, you're like, well, what, what does anything mean anymore? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So, you know, you need people <laughs> that can help lead the way and like let you know that when uh, that roller coaster of emotion you're going through for no reason is just your body readjusting to these new levels of light, letting go of the crap that no longer serves you mm-hmm. and uh, moving into this higher vibration. So we yeah. purge along the way. And uh, I don't know, I'm rambling. I don't know where we were going. 
That's all right. That was a good ramble. I mean, if you're going to ramble, you might as well do it intelligently. That was good. So, um, that I, one of the things that you were talking about there was, I'm not sure if I can pull in the oh, exact like words. The ego and the soul kind of thing, right? Yeah. I, that was the, the general gist of it. There was one particular thing I was trying to zero in on. Um, I'm not sure if I can pull it back now because I, I think I just lost it. It'll come back. Yeah, he'll come let me back. tell you guys. Remind me. I like to take little notes when you're talking, and something comes through, and I'm like, "Oh, I can't forget that." <laughs> yeah, I should probably do that, shouldn't I? I got so many things going on here, I forget. But you're right. Yeah, That's exactly I down, what I should do. I wrote down blame Abraham plus spread hate. That, that was my. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, I think what what I was trying to get at in general, I don't remember the exact point specifically, but in general, I was trying to get to the idea that. Really, all of this is just one great big opportunity. Our, our entire life is one great big opportunity to practice being in connection. Because you, you talk about that a lot, that, that inner connection, that, that connection to our higher self, the inner being. And, and, and we often talk about how you can lose that connection. I don't think you actually ever lose it. I think what we do is kind of find a way to block it off so we don't really notice it, but it's still there. Um, but even so... We're, we're reconnecting. Oh, I remember what it was. It was the article. You said in the article that um, all these people were changing careers. And I thought, wow, that's really encouraging. Because, like you said, it means they're connecting internally and they're asking a question that, boy, I wish we'd been taught to ask this when we were very young. What do you really love doing? I mean, how many careers, how many lives would be so much better if people start off with that basic concept? What would you like to do? What, 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 what? Makes your heart sing when you do it. Because if people started doing that more and more, I think our, our economy would change, our societies would change around the globe, our international relations would change. The, I mean, everything would change. Everything would change for the better just by everything, asking that one simple question. Everything is. And, everything and it is. That's the encouraging part. Yeah. That's um, so encouraging. You know, it made me think of two. I, I, I know a guy who was, uh, had a, a great job working in the financial district. He left it and he became an EMT and he does like substitute teaching in the schools and he's doing stuff like that, interacting with people, helping people in mm -hmm. one way or another. He just shifted out of it. That's great. He just left it. Yeah. So, I, and, that, and that was years ago. That's mm -hmm. even, you know, that, that was, you know, that's just more evidence that has been going on for a while. Yeah. 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 So I wrote down, um, so, cause you were talking, right? So I wrote down one big, one great big bubble of thought. <laughs> like this. One great big bubble of thought. <laughs> okay. And really, it could, and it's just like a blip in the big picture and the whole timeline. And we have so many of them going on at the same time. True. Because yeah. if all time exists at the same time, then my experience here that I am consciously aware of as I'm talking to you is playing out this story. But what's cool about that is because, you know, if, if you can be in agreement with that, you have had many lifetimes, you've been many things and experienced just about everything, right? <laughs> so if I want to, if I want to know now what it feels like to, uh, you know, be an eccentric billionaire, that's my, <laughs> that's my son. His goal in life is to be an eccentric be eccentric billionaire. Okay. <laughs> Millionaire, but now he's graduated to a billionaire. Ah, okay, all right. So, just to say, he can't be that. Sure. He is eccentric in the way he thinks. is. He. So the only thing missing is the billions. So he just has to get that to float in. Um, well, it's on the way. I mean, if he's been dreaming that for a while, I mean, that's unavoidable. It's going to happen. Oh, since he's like three, you know, yeah. I mean, he's been yeah. telling me this forever. So, um, my point I want to say is why why not? And I talk about this, and I probably talked about it in the show before. Let's just tap into the you that's already figured it out. Mm. That's why a lot of times I'll do future visioning, like present lifetime future visioning, who's already who's already moved to Arizona, has this gorgeous healing center, and invites all kinds of people to come and give uh, retreats there, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I can tap into her and connect with her energy. Mm. I even talked a little bit about that in that article I just wrote. And, um, and I can bring that essence. So we have this... Now we have, because you have cords of energy to everything, right? Mm -hmm. I have energy to my mic. I have energy to you. I have energy to my computer. I have energy to my phone. I have energy to the carpet. I have energy to the walls. I have energy to the tree. Everything is energetic lines and connections because mm -hmm. everything's energy. And so we're right. just connected to all of this 
out there. So you connect. Which is exciting, by the way. It's an exciting thing to even think about that. All those energetic connections. That that gives me like a, a good feeling every time I think about that. Right. So let's connect to the those things that you want to manifest in your present day. Just connect to them. Don't have to know how it happens. You just have to feel the essence of it. Mm-hmm. What does it feel like? For me, I know what I feel like walking around this retreat area where I actually live on the land and we're like growing stuff. We have animals. We have activities for the whole family. I know I know this place. Mm-hmm. We've got ATV tr- uh, ranges. We have shooting ranges, you know, because my husband and my the, – the thing is my husband and my son – We'll be doing self-defense classes, you know, karate. We have these other things that family members can do that don't want to do the spiritual stuff. Ah, okay. But yet it's in this beautiful resort-like place. Well, ultimately everything is spiritual, even if we don't think about it as spiritual. It's yeah. still spiritual, really. Right. So, yeah. so it's kind of like instead of the one the one or two people in the family who would be into that kind of thing, it's for everybody. There's mm-hmm. something for everybody, in the, and you're going to get that upliftment no matter what activity you do. Right, anyway, right. So, that's I, I I keep putting that out there, and I connect to it. I could feel myself there doing this kind of thing, and uh, and so I don't know how, I don't know how it's going to happen in my current reality. I have no clue, but I I know hey, you I had me convinced it was already there. So uh, I mean it, it's coming soon. I know that I could just tell from the energy of the way you said it. it. And then I then I just trust that spirit. If this this comes to me, so there must be a reason for it. So then spirit, as long as I stay in that good vibe place, as long as I'm staying non-judgmental and coming from my heart, mm-hmm. then um, the spirit will just line it up. Yeah. So actually I was going to mention that there was something going on for me um, recently. And I remember saying something to my husband. Okay, well, all we need then is blah, 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 right? And I left it. A couple of days later, shows up. Cool. Right? Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't try any, to do anything. I just was in a high vibe place, put that out there, could feel like the relief of, of it being this way. And then I left it. Mm -hmm. And I just work on me. And I just stay in a good, good vibration. I just monitor my, my vibometer. The vibometer. There it is. I recognize it's getting easier and easier and easier the more I talk about this and share these things to notice when that ego wants to come in, you can feel it. Mm. So the trick is to learn how to feel it before you caved in. <laughs> yes. But we can do that. Oh, sure. We do it a as, lot, I imagine. Yeah, as long as you just get, as long as you start really paying attention to how you're vibrating, mm-hmm. um, then things just flow in. One of the things that I was noticing this week, I mentioned that this week was a very good week for me yeah. from an LOA energetic perspective. And it was. I was I I've been really getting more and more connected, I guess is what people would say. But to me that doesn't adequately describe I've just been feeling it more and more. That that says it better for me. But one of the things that I was really noticing is that it's possible for me to be feeling really good and not notice it. Which surprised me. I didn't know that you could actually do that, but I found, yes, I really can do that. I was doing some pendulum work and proved it to myself, and I said, whoa, that's really something. I, I actually built in a little program after that saying, you know, if if ever, you know, if my higher self, you ever notice that I'm not really noticing that I'm feeling good, just give me a little kick saying, hey, you're feeling really good right now because I want to I notice that more often. Well, and so that's what's been happening. That's exactly what's been happening the last yeah. couple of days. I've been noticing it more often. So just check in with yourself more often. Maybe you put a, a little tone comes on your phone every hour. And see, oh, <laughs> that's my vibe. Okay, yeah, I'm cool. I'm good. Or well, you notice the way it was working with me was it was I didn't even have to set an alert. It was just I was becoming aware. Just oh yeah, I'm aware of it. Oh yeah, I'm aware right, of it. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It, I didn't have to do anything. Like you, right. like you described how that that stuff just came to you. It just came. I didn't have to do anything at all. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. I like that. Right, because that's what because we. That we're, we're creative beings and we are beings of light and truly we can have whatever we want. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This is good. This is good. By the way, we're getting lots of love here on the, uh, the live stream. People are oh, commenting, oh yeah, I'm loving this. I'm loving this. Thank you. Thank you. This is great. <laughs> so I think we're on the right topic here. Okay. So I don't know what this card's going to say. I can assume it. Fill the well. Fill the well. Okay. And this is, the answer is simple. Sonia Choquette. Okay, so that's the, the Oracle card deck. 
number 25. I could probably read it without the glasses, but it's easier with the glasses. Okay, it says your inner light is dim right now. Your body's exhausted, your emotions are um, overwhelmed, and your mind is working overtime, all of which lock your spirit out. So that's being in that lower vibe, right? Right, right. Um, you may not even know it because your ego prides itself on on racing on a treadmill of fear without a break. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that true? Oh, boy, everybody that I've ever met has done that at least for part of their lives, and at the very fun, least. And it's fun how this is coming up as we're talking about being sucked into that ego fear-based place and, and monitoring our vibration, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it says... Yet whether your ego knows it or not, you're about to run out of fuel. So guess what? It's time to gas up and receive some nurturing. (laughs) Reach out and ask for love and support from others. And it can be as simple as asking a friend to invite you to dinner, making a request of your partner to give you a foot rub, booking an appointment at a local spa and having a hot stone massage, or going out into the park and playing with your dog. The key is allowing others to help restore your balance. Right? So, so... Get out of that judgmental place. Ask for what you need. You deserve it. People are so willing to help. We want to help people. I don't know anyone who doesn't want to help people in some way. And mm-hmm. that's why all of those, we talked about that, I think maybe last week or something. There's all those memes and all those videos that go viral. Oh, yeah. Someone helping someone or helping an animal or whatever that is, right? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. So it says, this isn't the time to do it yourself. Your well is dry and you need the energy of your soul, family, and friends to revive yourself. Your spirit comfortably and without hesitation asks for support and nurturing. Only the ego resists. But remember that it was your ego that got you in this place of depletion in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) Besides, uh, others would be delighted to nurture you. So a word of caution, don't set yourself up for failure by asking those more depleted than you... This is a good idea, yes. <laughs> or or uh, not a good idea. I should, I perhaps should say it that way. It's not a good idea to ask somebody for help when that person's at a low vibration place. That right. doesn't work. It's a good idea to stay away from asking. To stay away from them, right, exactly. Okay. So this, too, is a trap laid out by the ego to keep you isolated and unsupported. Mm. Right? So all those people who want to go and put their misery out on the Facebook posts that you see out there, yeah. they're looking for the wrong kind of support. They're not feel good by what they get back there. That's really true. Yeah, and I don't think I realized that, but it's one of those things that's almost difficult to explain to them because they're in that space. So explain to them that they're in that space where they don't even realize that that's a tough go. But nevertheless, if there was some way that we could help them to understand you already have that love coming, you already have that, that thing that you're wanting, it's already there. You just have to take it in. They would get there, but no, they have to keep reaching out for it. Like, oh no, it's not here. I, I, I got to find it somewhere. It's not here. You, you know, you just say, drop into your heart and look for the path of most love. Mm. That's it. Mm. You know, and even if they were like, oh, screw you, they still <laughs> heard it. Their soul heard it, and yeah. maybe can help them to actually hear it more, so that they start to maybe believe it and try it, mm. and then can shift from where they are into something else, right? Mm-hmm. So it says, uh, go to sources clearly available, such as a massage therapist, a friend who wants to take you to a concert or a baseball game, or a qualified counselor to receive nurturing. Uh, to receive nurturing ensures that the light of your spirit remains bright. This not only helps you, it helps the world too. And that's a good, important statement too, because the more that you stay in that high vibration, you're sending those vibes out to the world. And that's this whole thing with awakening. As all of us start raising our vibration and awakening to more of our truth that we are love and come from love, like we've been talking about, mm-hmm. um, it's not just for you. It's for everybody. It's like I've talked about how I like to do this. Uh, I like to breathe in the angel love and then send it out because it goes out. <laughs> Yeah, and it's a good point. It, I mean, it, it, what do you think? Is there an accelerant that goes on here, an acceleration process when, when you put something out and somebody else puts something out? Does it kind of merge together and, and, and build on each other? Is it is, is that the way you think that the energy works? Uh, yeah, it could become like quantum, right? So then yeah. 
enough enough people doing that, it, it we that's why we're evolving so fast. Mm-hmm. Energetically, there is really this big shifting going on. A lot of crap coming to the surface in in politics and everywhere else. Things are getting cleared away. Yeah, within the church, you know, within you know all of this corruption that's out there, it's um it's coming to a head. It is. It cannot that- exist in a higher vibration. That stuff can't exist in a higher vibration. And maybe Mother Earth's going to do a lot of the clearing too, you know, by whatever happens in that sense. Mm-hmm. You know, dis- things we would call like a disaster or something, but. I don't think it necessarily has to be exact disaster, although that is certainly one way that it can clear out. But um, I, I agree with you. I've been saying for some time that all of this stuff that we would often describe as negative, and, and there is a lot of negativity in politics especially, but also in other areas of life, um, all this negativity that's coming out is coming out for the reason you just described, that overall the energy level is increasing. It's kind of like what um, what Abraham talks about where if – you are in a low vibration place, a high vibration place seems very, very far away, almost too far away. And, and it seems like there's this big, big gulf between the two of them. Well, of course, then as our energies rise and we notice what's happening with people who are in a low energy place, from our perspective, it looks like the crisis is getting worse and worse and worse. Actually, from their perspective, it isn't changing all that much. It's changing from our perspective. And, and I like to remember that, that when I'm seeing that going on, that's just an indicator of how high my own vibration has risen. So it's actually a good indicator rather than a, a, you know, something to be afraid of or a bad indicator or whatever. So I just sent you a link to the article I wrote on the mind, body, spirit network because oh, okay. it covers like a lot of what we're talking about is kind of in that article. Um, I'll put that into the live stream chat so that everybody can uh, pick that up. If this will let me do it. Uh, no, it's giving me a hard time here. I will get it though. <laughs> but uh, so it's seven kick-ass tips. Seven, oh, kick-ass tips! Yeah, I like that. That's good. I don't pick it up this way. That's the way to do it. Okay. Come on. There we go. Okay, now we got into the chat. So anybody else who wants to pick that up, go right ahead and pick it up and see if you can get your seven kick-ass tips. Yeah. So, well, we, we did pretty well with that. We took one little tiny Facebook post and turned it into a 37-minute discussion. That, that's, I mean, that, that's half a show right there. <laughs> it's amazing where we went with that. Let me see if I can bring something else out. Let's see where we can go with it. Um, well, okay. One thing, I wanted to ask you about this, too. I asked Joel about this yesterday, and I've been thinking about it the last few days. Um, there's a lot of discussion that goes on in certain places, certain groups, about, you know, What's the right kind of word to use when you're putting out a request? Should, should you use want? Should you use desire? Some people say, well, want has more of a lack feel to it, um, whereas desire is better. I mean, from my perspective, it seems similar, except that desire seems to have more passion behind it. And I kept thinking about, well, words really don't really make the difference because, I mean, there are different languages, for goodness sake. So it's not so much the word, it's the vibration and the, the feeling behind it. But there is a certain importance to them in that we have associations with them. So what words would have the strongest associations, I asked myself. And the ones I came up with were um, to choose, that, that had a higher vibration for me, and then even part of that was claim. In other words, if I claim something for myself, I'm saying, yes, that's mine, and now I am truly bringing it into my life and, and manifesting it. So I just wondered what your take was on that. Yeah, absolutely. I am, I have, because... You have to feel like you are that. You have to feel like you have that. You have to feel like you claimed that. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you want that, you're going to keep wanting and keep wanting and keep wanting and keep wanting. Mm-hmm. It, it's really, it makes a difference. Unless you're saying, I want that, but you're really feeling, but then you have to be really keen on what you're vibrating to. That's the key you know. right there. Is it, a, is it a position of lack or is it a position of have? Because it could be either way. Most people tend to use the word want when they're in a position of lack, so that's why they tend to attract more lack. But um, you can really feel it either way. It just depends on how you're feeling. So it depends on the sentence. If they're saying, um, if they're talking to someone else, they could say, instead of saying, yeah, I want to create this, they could say, I'm working on bringing this beautiful retreat into my life, and I'm mm. allowing blah, 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 mm. whatever. 
it's all from a high vibration. Mm-hmm. Because really, you know, when you when you when you say I want, it it really does bring in that feeling of I don't have. I want because I don't have. Mm-hmm. Right? But when you can connect to it in present time, the feeling, the essence of it, then um that energy is the what you want to put out. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I like the word claim so much, because when you claim, I can't think of any real negative connotation. I mean, there probably is one somewhere, but for the most part, I think most people feel that if I claim that that's a positive uh, statement, I like, yeah, that's mine. I just declared that that's mine. Yeah. You're just putting the the flag in it. Like, yeah, yeah. I got this. I've exactly. got, it. you know? Yeah. So, so to me, that seems like a much more positive one. And I guess positive, even, even that isn't right. The right word. It's the more preferred one. For me, it's more preferred to say I claim, and I don't prefer to say I want or, or even that I worry. That's even worse than that. So right. I, I'm, I'm kind of changing my, my little affirmations over to use the word claim from now on just because that gives me a better yeah. vibration. So if you, can, if you can really come into alignment somehow with the concept, for me it feels more like a reality, that we're just living in a matrix and we're programming in what this life is, um, we want to program that you have these things. Like mm-hmm. I could think about working in Adobe Photoshop all day long, but I can't work on it unless I have the freaking program, right? This is true. It's hard to. <laughs> so, I have the program. I could work in it. That's right. Wanna, and that's the whole thing with energy clearing, right? We're clearing out the patterns and programs that do not support this picture, what I call it before, this bubble of thought that is manifesting that is your life. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what Ho'oponopono, we haven't really talked about that very much, but really, it really emphasizes how everything that's outside of us is within us. So, when we get upset about that person's suicide, it's because somewhere that program is running within us. That's, that's the hermetic principle, isn't it? As within, so without? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. It just yeah. is. So when I, when I have, when I have a, say I have a fight with a friend of mine and I think she's wrong. Well, whatever she did wrong, that program is running within me. Right. I have to, it doesn't matter what she does. I have to clear that program out of me, right? It's clearing out the programs that do not serve. You get a virus in your computer, you got to clear it out so it can work back the way it did before. So mm-hmm. if you look at all the things that your life reflects at you, that's letting you know where you are and what you have to grow into and what you have to let go of, like judgment. Mm-hmm. I, I, can, I can say I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty non-judgmental. I'll have to see if it pops in. I'll have a little bit of judgment on something. Yeah, so I'll have to work on that, right? Mm-hmm. It just came up. I'm like, I think I'm judgmental. They're like, no, you're not. <laughs> right? Spirit will correct you. It's like, yeah, what about that thought you had just the other day? Remember those people and that thing? And like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got to work okay, on that. Okay, well, almost. Not quite. Almost. <laughs> got to work on that. But see, how, see how the ego will slip them in? Oh, yeah. Right? So that's why it's really good to connect with the heart and be like, okay, spirit, show me what's next. You know, get, send me some signs and pay attention to the signs because they matter. There's an interesting point in, in the word you use there, the way you use the word wrong. Um, because, like you said, if any time that I say, I see this and this is wrong, what I'm really saying is there's something going on inside of me, a program that isn't working to my benefit. And, yeah. and if we can remember that, if we can you know, be cognizant of that and notice it and say, every time that I use the word wrong about something, it's a little flag to me saying, hey, there's something going on inside of you that you might want to clear out of there. That's right. powerful. That, that's a powerful tool right there. Right. Like maybe you're still holding on to the pain of an experience or mm-hmm. maybe because you don't know everything you've ever done in your life. Maybe you've done that same exact thing to someone else mm. in another time. Right. So there, there is something within it. If it triggers you, there's something within you that is running. And this is a good thing about being triggered because then you know, Oh boy, I got to clear that. Mm. Oh, that would be, it would really be for my eyes. Good to get rid of that one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I, you, I, you gave me a nice little tool here to use. I got to remember this tool. This is a good one. It's, it's a simple one. Just, well, you know, I, I said that something was wrong. Well, there it is. Flag. You know what? 
I'll go even further. So if we could make life be a game, because that's what it is. It's a game. We want to grow and evolve. We want to learn. We want to create. We're creative beings. Right. And we are magnetic. Really, anything we want can come to us as long as we get rid of the stuff that prevents it from coming. Mm-hmm. I believe that more and more and more and more every single day. Isn't that strange and funny and interesting and exciting how it, it isn't something that is a big wake-up call. It's a very slow feeling that comes. Over time, you become more and more aware. At least that's what my experience of it is. I, I feel like very slowly this awareness is coming in and just keeps coming in more and more and more and more. So, I mean, I kind of thought it would be like, you know, fireworks and so forth, saying, hey, major, major thing going on. No, it's much more subtle than that. Yeah, and also, if it comes in too fast, you may not be able to process it. And uh, possibly. Like, look at people who wind up in, like, insane asylums or crazy homes or whatever you want to call them. It doesn't mean that there's necessarily something wrong with them. It means that maybe so much has come in that they can't make sense out of it, and then they just kind of shutting down, or people don't get what they're actually saying. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are really channeling um other beings for to help us humans get get um out of that place of lack and into this place of love mm. there's a lot of that so if you haven't been looking you might want to do some searches on youtube uh <laughs> to do with the ascension and you know people who channel all kinds of beings um, I, I, have a, I have a question for you that is a little bit speculative but i'm curious to see if you have an opinion about it uh louis de souza who does the monday morning show with me uh, speculated to me. I can't remember if he said it during the podcast or after the podcast, but he said that he had heard reports of some kind that there were people living on this earth who are 5,000 or more years old who have been here all this time for the purpose of just bringing more and more light in, into the planet. And you'll never find them unless you reach their vibration, but they're here all along. Do you, do you think that's true? Sure. Okay. Yep. My world is true. Okay. That's pretty straightforward. <laughs> you, know what? you know what came to mind, too, with, with that whole thing? Like you hear those stories, and you see, like, an article about it where the girl, someone was in an accident. I remember this one a while ago, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to screw up all the details. That's but right. maybe they couldn't get her out of the car, or they couldn't get the help to her in time or something. And But this man came and got her out and, I guess, put her on the ground or something like that. And... By the time everybody's rushing to help that girl and they look up, there's no guy there. Ooh. And they're like, so many people saw this person do that, but now this person's not there anymore. So what? One of those beings that uh, Louis was talking about? Louis, right? Possible. Yeah, Louis. Or an angel Mm -hmm. took on a body, did what they needed to do, and left. It certainly suggests that uh, they lowered their vibration enough to do what they needed to do and then raised it back up again to where it was before. When it got high enough, we just couldn't even see it anymore. We couldn't even detect it. Or, you know, maybe God just gave them a body for five minutes. Okay. Why not? (laughs) Well, especially since I believe that uh, my God is inside me. That's where God is. So, yeah, sure. Why not? Well, we're all a piece of that, Mm -hmm. you know? So, did... They didn't need a body to come here from infant to one to the, they needed what a man who can help get this girl out of the car. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not enough time to be born and grow up first. <laughs> you got to go do it now. <laughs> I, might have to, I might have to search around and try to find that article, but it was it was you know, I think it was even like on the news they talked about this this mm. thing happening. If anyone knows this man, like. You know, there was They're actually a, trying to track them down. Oh, yeah, I don't know. There, there might have been that element to it. It's been a while. I don't really remember it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, it was a total angel story. I mean, yeah. things like that happened. There's somebody there, and then they're gone. Well, it's an interesting idea. I mean, just I, I was kind of looking at it from, okay, what's my motivation if I'm that 5,000-year-old man, right, or 5,000-year-old woman? What, 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 why do I want to stay here for 5,000 years? Now, the answer on the surface is, well, to be – the person to help just keep bringing more and more light into the earth. And okay, I could see that as a vocation in a sense. But uh, by the same token, there's also, you're here maintaining your vibration in the face of all this other stuff going on around here, which basically means you're not paying any mind to a lot of the stuff that's going on. You're, you're, you're really just kind of ignoring a lot of it because it just well, doesn't serve you. If, if you're pure love, you just, your whole mission is just to bring love, light. Mm-hmm. Just sharing the light, sharing the love, sharing the light, sharing the love. 
showing up at the right place at the right time. You know, that's why, why couldn't that person be one of those people? And, and who's to say those people are, are not, um, well, well, they're definitely high, really highly evolved guides or angels of some sort. Mm-hmm. I don't know if angels ever really, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All I know is that it, certainly given the idea that we all have and, and that I think we share about what the nature of energy, of source energy is, then given that and given the fact that it is directly um, involved in and influenced by and motivated by thought and feeling and whatever thought and feeling gets applied to that source energy, that's what ends up creating stuff. It's what creates the physical world. It's what creates everything within the physical world. Given all that, well, shoot, there's <laughs> everything's possible at that point. Sure, a 5,000-year-old person is possible. In fact, it's almost likely. Because you know, it, yeah. it doesn't seem likely that we're the first ones to have thought of that. So. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I think that um, it's possible that maybe it was Greg Braden who maybe talked about some of these people who are, who are you know, hundreds of years old. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know that's a, a biblical concept, usually measured in hundreds. That's the first time I – other than Mel Brooks, that's the first time I ever heard of thousands. Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner did a wonderful comic routine about the 2,000-year-old man, which I love. <laughs> Have you ever heard that one? That was great. It was wonderful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mel Brooks. (laughs) He was being Mel Brooks. It was great. It was a good vibration raiser. Anyway, um, let's see. we got about uh, 15 minutes left. Um, I see you got your cards in your hand. Are are you reaching in for a card? Yeah. We have 15 minutes left because I have 454. Oh, no, I'm reading it wrong. You're right. We have uh, six, seven, eight minutes left. Sorry. Yeah. Wrong. The brain just did a little flippy blip. It doesn't really exist. <laughs> time doesn't exist. That's right. Well, I, I just bent it down from 15 minutes to 8 minutes. So. Okay. Well, for some reason, we've got walking away in the reverse position. Okay. Walking away in the reverse position. So let's see. Hmm. What could that be? All right. Oh, look, I opened right to it. I love when that happens. I didn't have to go find it. It was right there. Yeah. That, to me, that always means it carries a little more clout. (laughs) I agree with you. It does. Yeah. You were guided right to the right page immediately. All right. So it says, this card reverse signals that you may be feeling very stuck in some present situation or location. Now, that other card did kind of talk about a little bit like that, right? What was it? A little bit, yeah. It was about refilling your well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. There may be a job or a relationship that no longer resonates with you. Oh, we talked about ah, that. That's Ugh. right. Yep. Yet out of habit or perhaps fear, you allow yourself to stay when it might be healthier to consider walking away. Huh. I wonder if we can talk about people who decide to take their lives in that manner. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm just wondering mm-hmm. why, you know, there could be many messages that could come through the cards that don't exactly, you know, that, the same words can mean different things to so many people. Oh, yeah. Well, we talked about that. And like you said, we also talked about people who decide, you know, this career I'm on, that path is not what I want. Yeah, I make a lot of money, but I'm not happy there. And they end up becoming EMTs or something. Right. Yeah. Right. So it says habit and familiarity are compelling forces, often causing people to ignore their intuition and even dishonor their genuine feelings, I'll say. And that's, you know, this awakening isn't going to allow people to remain in that space anymore. Mm-hmm. So this is a time of, time of honest investigation. Consider all of the factors in the present situation. Perhaps the timing isn't quite right. Maybe there is some purpose in staying a little longer. Don't deceive yourself about your motivations, however. Fear-based decisions don't often work out in your highest interest. This is true. I would say almost never work out in my higher interest. They, no, perhaps occasionally there's like an indirect way to get there, but it's right. pretty rare. It's pretty unusual. Usually you take your stuff with you wherever you go next, you know, if it's not. It's handy. annoying as heck because like, oh, geez, here I am doing that thing again. Right. <laughs> so it says you also may be stuck in a, in, a long, in a long-term personal habit or unhealthy pattern. Be aware that you always have the option and the responsibility to let go of any thought or behavior that no longer honors you. Whenever you walk away from negativity, you always move towards greater happiness. So, yeah, I think that kind of sums it all up. Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah. much all we were talking about, which is really 
we are deliberate creators. We are magnetic. We are, um, we have this ability that we don't truly believe we have. Or that we're beginning to believe more. Maybe that's another way to say it. Yeah. That, you know, that we're, the awakened people are know that this is theirs. Mm-hmm. But generally, a lot, most people kind of don't really know that. And then when they hear something like, well, things we talk about, um, it's either going to light their soul up, they're ready for it, and they want to know more. Like, they can't get enough of this. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to be like, those people are crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's just not their time. Um, but the but, thing that I, I've come to realize and come to appreciate is that even for those people who have that second response, mm-hmm. the one that pushes away and says, oh, it's too woo-woo, it's too crazy, all that kind of stuff. It, like you said earlier, the energy reaches everybody. It's reaching them too, even if they don't know that that it's reaching them. And, and I like that because, first of all, it feels right. It feels like, yes, that actually is what is happening. And secondly, it reminds me that it doesn't matter whether or not this crazy stuff is going on. What matters is the growth is happening. It may, may not happen at the pace that I had in mind for person X, but it's happening at the perfect pace for person X. That's See, why they're on that path. And that's why we don't go into judgment because, you know, not everybody's going to awaken and move into this higher dimensional place. Some people aren't going to, going to be there. They're going to live in a dense, it's like they're going to, you know, you're here new earth, right? So there's, we're moving out of 3D into 5D, but maybe not everybody goes to 5D and some will still be in the 3D. Mm-hmm. And the other thing too is that they kind of can exist at the same time. Like I know this is a whole, maybe next week's show or something. I know sometimes where I'm like, God, I am so 5D right now. I'm so in my heart. And then that other stuff might come in, like that ego stuff. And you're like, wait, how did I get back over here again? (laughs) It's almost like two worlds, really. And who's to say they can't exist at the same? They don't overlap. And you kind of bounce in and out of them until you actually move to this other way. And, and, And another, and one way of knowing this, I know we have to end up, is things kind of fall away. Some things that used to be in your life, people that used to be in your life, they're just not there anymore. Even stories of things that happen, if someone reminds you, you're like, did that happen? I don't remember that. You don't remember it because it's been erased. And isn't that interesting? moving into this other place. The matrix Mm -hmm. and clearing out the programming that doesn't serve you. It's like gone. I mean, I've had that before too. I'm like, did that that happen? I don't, yeah, okay. (laughs) <laughs> and it's really when wild I was there, to me. Like, I was when, there. Really? when we're in those places where we're where we're in that that lower vibration place, right? That place that uh, where everything seems to be going wrong, or you know, there, there's horrors going on, or, or my life is miserable, or I can't get anywhere, I can't attract anything, nothing, 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 nothing. And then later on, we evolve out of it, and we look back, and we realize it just kind of melted away. It didn't go away with a bang. It didn't go away with this big explosion. It just kind of whimpered away. It disappeared. Like, where did it go? <laughs> right. Gone. Gone. Very, very strange how that works. But it's also very peaceful that way, too. So good yeah. stuff there. Hey, I want to remind everybody, if you're not yet a subscriber, please become one. Very simple to do. Go to the homepage, LOAToday.net, and you'll find an icon right at the top. Great big one for you to click on, and it will walk you through the steps so you can become a subscriber, regardless of whether you use an iPhone or an Android. Either way. It will walk you right through it. And then once you're a subscriber, of course, be sure to share the fact each time that you're listening either to the live stream or to the podcast itself. And uh, also, uh, if, if uh, one of our listeners or more than one of our listeners wants to reach out to Linda Armstrong, the coach, we should tell them how to do that. How do they reach Linda Armstrong, the coach? Yeah, you just go to lovemylife.coach. <laughs> That's about as simple as it gets, isn't it? Simple. Anything yeah. You know, it's there. And it's a nice, easy one to remember, too. Love, love your life, my, dot coach. I mean, that's pretty Love, love my life. Oh, love my life. Oh, okay. Dot love coach. my life, dot coach. Yeah. Some people get think it's a oh, good I, I, See, I messed it up mom. already. I, I, I don't, it would take me to mess up something that simple. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah. love my life, dot coach. Okay, I'll correct it right there. So, excellent. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, look forward to uh, talking with you again next week. I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. Um, I want to thank our live stream listeners for sharing their comments. You, you should see the love. I don't know if you're, you're connected on the YouTube page, but there's lots of love, hearts, and everything on the, the, the screen. Oh, yeah? so pe- people were really appreciating it. yourself and be on here? I mean, you have oh, yeah. computers doing that with the same yeah. No, I, I actually have it on the same computer, but, yeah, you oh. can do it with two computers. Um, you just have to make sure you, you mute the sound, otherwise you get a feedback. That's what I'll, I always do, do. I'll do it on the – yeah, but if I mute my sound, I can, can I turn you can, the you, Well, you, you can mute it on the YouTube 
Oh, okay, we, good. You, you okay. can get the speaker there. Yeah. All right, so got it. I want to do that there. next time. I didn't know we Yeah, it's fun. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's one of the reasons we're doing this. So, All right. Thank you to everybody. Thank you to our live stream listeners as well. Thank you to our podcast listeners. That, that's where the majority of our people are anyway. So they're the ones we want to thank the most. So thank you guys very, very much for being your, our ongoing listeners. We appreciate you so much. And we'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye. Goodbye.